Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Mindful Manager Podcast. My name is Art Burns, and I'm happy to be here with you, although I'm happy to be here with you a day late. (laughs) Not quite a dollar short, but certainly a day late, and I'm very, very sorry. Uh, Owing to some scheduling issues and some family uh, obligations, I was unable to record this episode yesterday. And so so this week, um, (laughs) the informal Friday is coming to you on Saturday. I hope you can uh, forgive me, dear listeners. Uh, I really am sorry for this. I try to be uh, on top of this all the time, as you as you probably know, uh, and this was just something where life just you know as it does, life gets in the way sometimes. You know, uh, not even gets in the way, but life just happens. And um, and you know, and as I always tell everybody, you know, we can't control the stressors in our lives, right? We but we can control the stress. And so uh, so I instead of trying to force something to happen yesterday and and having a hard time and you know making matters even worse, <laughs> I decided to um, to sort of go with the flow and uh and hope that you all will forgive me for uh for a day late on this um on this very important informal practice it reminds me uh what i'm just saying here it reminds me of something that john cabot zinn always says or one of his famous quotes anyway is that um we can't control the waves but we can learn to surf and so what I've done here is I'm surfing and I'm surfing to you and trying to give you some great information today instead of yesterday. So again, I hope you are, you're able to forgive me on that. And, um, and the bottom line is that the important thing is doing the practice, right? As we all talk about, you know, these practices are what is going to get you into uh, this sort of uh, state of, of presence and calm focus and the ability to, to understand what's happening in your emotions experience and and in that understanding be able to guide yourself and make decisions and take actions in your life that are going to benefit you rather than uh, than work against you and so Today I want to share a very simple practice with you. Uh, this is, you know, extremely simple, and uh, but it's very, very effective too. Uh, this actually comes from a, a book I recently read called Applied Empathy by Michael Ventura. He's a former CEO of a, uh, actually, he might even still be the CEO of like a, a sort of a guerrilla advertising company. You know, a company where you know just um, it, it's marketing and advertising, but it's not the traditional. It's uh, you know I don't know if you would call it guerrilla as much as just non-traditional. Traditional advertising, um, and uh, I don't recall the name of his uh, of his agency right off the top of my head. So if you need that, you know, you can look him up, or you can uh, contact me, and I'll get you that information. Um, but anyway, what you know, he. Um, as a, you know, uh, marketing uh, executive, I guess you would call him, you know, he he at one point came upon the idea and the practice of mindfulness, and he did so by working with someone, and uh, which is how it usually happens. You know, usually, um, you know, th- there's plenty of books out there, there's plenty of information out there, there's plenty of YouTube videos and, um, you know, and all kinds of stuff that you can find uh, to, to learn about mindfulness, but, but most people require or, or appreciate or desire um, a little guidance. And so for that reason, Michael Ventura, just like many other people, people who've worked with me and people I know <laughs> who I haven't worked with directly, um, what he sought out the help of someone to teach him mindfulness and to help him to, to understand, you know, and, and to get into the practices, you know, and that, and that's really, again, the key, just like I tell you here, uh, the key here is to do the practices and, and anybody who teaches mindfulness, um, you know, has to be relying on those those practices as well right like it's it's impossible to teach mindfulness without really focusing on some of the practices that's why many of the books that you'll read out there 
actually have, um, you know, practices at the end of each chapter, you know, and, and that's how it works. You know, you learn something, you know, you learn sort of one of the concepts and then you implement that concept through practice. And that's the way it works. It's the way it works with my teaching. It's the way it works with uh, Jack Cornfield's teaching, Tara Brock's teaching, um, you know, Daniel Siegel, Dr. Daniel Siegel's teaching, um, you know, so on and so forth, all over, you know, just about everyone. Thich Nhat Hanh is the same way, right? Um, you know, it's really, it's the only way to do it. And so, and so the, the practice that I want to share with you today that I learned through, uh, through Michael Ventura's story of, of the person he worked with, and apparently the person he worked with was quite old and, and, um, and a really intense kind of person. It's, you know, kind of an interesting story. I'm sure I'll share it with you another time. Um, but, but the practice that he started with, right, and this is how it worked with him, is that, um, you know, he just met with the guy and they talked and, you know, he became inspired and the guy gave him one assignment, right, one practice assignment he said for the next I think it was I think it was a week but it might have even been a month but for the next x amount of time I want you to open every door with your opposite hand right now that seems like something like okay what's that going to do right (laughs) and um but it's really profound the 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 impact that that can have on you okay because what that's making you do right if if you're and and obviously uh, i'm sorry not obviously but first of all the the idea here the opposite hand refers to if you're right-handed you're going to open every door with your left hand if you're left-handed open every door with the right hand now a lot of times you're going to forget right and and that's part of this this practice right is 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 getting yourself to remember to do it right because doing that, right, that alone, the effort that it takes to, to remember to do it, right, is is part of the intentional aspect of mindfulness, right? And it's also the paying attention aspect, right? Because, you know, because you have to be paying attention to your opening doors if you're going to do this, right? If you're going to remember to do it, right? And so, and also though, again, it's the intention. And the intention is a, such an integral part of what mindfulness is all about, right? Because remember the definition that John Kabat-Zinn gives us, right? It's paying attention on purpose in the present moment, non-judgmentally. Because the fact is that many of us will eventually stumble on mindful moments, you know, and, and be in present uh, in the moment here and there, you know, even by accident, right? It will, it's bound to happen here and there, right? And so when you can, you know, the idea is to do it with intention because that requires you to really, um, you know, really focus your attention on your intention. And that right there is the huge first step to mindfulness, right? Because because having that intention means that you are, you know, kind of in control of what's going on, right? As opposed to just like, you know, like, like John Kabat-Zinn's uh, quote, right? As opposed to the waves just throwing you and tossing you about, right? You're learning to surf on them, right? You're intending to ride the waves in a certain way, right? So that requires intention. So that's the first thing that, that you know, opening doors for the next week with your opposite hand is going to do. It's going to really help you to set that intention, right? Now, you might need a reminder, maybe put a, a, note, a sticky note on your mirror in the bathroom so that every morning when you're brushing your teeth, you say, oh yeah, I got to remember to open every door with my left hand or my opposite hand. 
or you can use technology. I'm a big fan of using technology. And I'm gonna, there's, there's a post that's coming on that uh, next week, <laughs> a podcast uh, episode on that next week because, you know, so much of our technology causes stress. And so my whole principle, my whole philosophy here is to use the, the technology to actually relieve stress. And I'm going to give you some great information on how to do that. And uh, that's coming next week. But, but anyway, I'm a big fan of setting a, a reminder on your phone to remind you to, you know, use your opposite at hand when you're opening the doors, right? And the other thing that that does, right, the, the, the other, you know, benefit that you get from, from doing this practice, right, is that when you're, when you're, you know, intentionally using your opposite hand to pull a door open or to push a door open, right, what you're doing is you're, you're sensing into your body, right? You're, you're, you're getting present with what your body is doing. Because again, most of this time, you know, most of the time when you're opening doors, you're doing so completely automatic. You don't stand there and think like, okay, reach out for the doorknob, twist to the clockwise, pull with my, my bicep and my tricep and bend my elbow and, and bring it back behind me. You don't think about all that stuff, right? You just simply reach out, open the door and you walk through it. Right. And so, so, when you're doing that, right, like when you're you're just reaching out and opening the door and walking through it without thinking about it, right, you're probably thinking about something, right, and you're probably thinking about something that is not in this present moment, and therefore that is taking you away from all the principles of mindfulness that we talk about here, right? So the idea is by opening every door with the opposite hand, what you're doing is you're you're kind of you know making your body, making yourself sense into your body, even for those quick moments, right? And, and in doing that, what, you're, what ultimately you're doing is you're, again, practicing mindfulness, right? You're, you're practicing getting your mind in the same place as your body. And the more you do that, and the more often you do that, the more you start to feel the, the rewards of that, right? Which is the, just the, the calmness and the, the lower stress and just the, the ability to think more clearly and just the ability to feel better and have more happiness. And the more you feel that, that reward and keep repeating, it, then it becomes a habit. And now every time you open a door for the rest of your life, you're going to sense into your body for just a moment, right? And if you do that, and then you also, um, you know, pay attention in the same way when you're doing dishes or you're, you're uh, folding laundry or you're driving to work or you're walking from one room to another in, in the office, then sooner or later, these, all these little moments string together to be one long, wonderful, mindful existence, right? And then that's when stress is really going to start, you know, not being a thing for you anymore and where your emotional intelligence is going to come through. Because again, as you're paying attention to your body, you're, you're building self-awareness and in building that self-awareness, you're going to, um, you're going to develop a a self-regulation through that, right? You're going to be able to regulate your emotions better. And then, and then, you're going to realize in this presence, you're going to realize the importance of empathy. And and that's the third domain of emotional intelligence, right? And now you're going to understand your motivations and be able to really pay attention to your motivations, which is the fourth um, uh, pillar uh, or domain of uh, emotional intelligence. And finally, this is going to aid you in social skills, right? And I'm not talking about social skills at a party. I'm talking about just every interaction you have with another person. 
That is the fifth domain of emotional intelligence. And this will all come through doing these very, very basic and simple practices. Okay, as long as you stick to it and you keep going with it, it will come, I promise you. All right, so if you would like more information and if you would like to perhaps even inquire about uh, joining a program with yours truly to help you, you know, with these practices and many, many others that I work with people, because, you know, the thing is that some of these stick with people and some others don't, you know, and so, so kind of part of the um the the goal here or the or the, the the way to get this done here is to um is to to kind of you know find that practice that resonates with you and and sometimes that's really hard to do on your own and so so having a coach to help you is very very is very um, beneficial a lot of times and very valuable and uh, you might be surprised at how little cost is involved in such a valuable thing so if you'd like to learn more about that or you just want to ask a question about anything I've talked about here I encourage you to get in touch with me okay you can either email me at art at artburnscoaching.com or you can uh, go on my website artburnscoaching.com and right there on the front page there's a button you can click that says free phone consultation click that you go into my calendar program you you find a time of the day that works for you 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 book you know you enter your your name your information your email your telephone number and it's booked okay and, and you and I will have that appointment and when that day and time comes I will call you or I will uh, video chat with you uh, whatever you choose a lot of people who are outside the US prefer a video chat because it's enormously cheaper to do <laughs> rather than a phone call and uh, and yeah and we'll get together we'll talk about whatever it is you want to talk about all right, everybody. Uh, this was a short and sweet one today. And again, a day late. <laughs> I, I'm, again, I beg your forgiveness for that. And um, I hope you enjoyed this little informal practice on a Saturday. Have a great day. And I'll be back on Monday. On Monday, I'm going to talk about the, um, the default mode network and how it relates to addictions. And I don't just mean uh, chemical addictions like drugs and alcohol. So that's a little heads up. It's going to be a great episode. Have a great week weekend, and um, I wish you all well. Take care. Bye-bye.